morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to another episode of The Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and again this morning I have my good pal in his Babylon B t-shirt, Eli Ramsdale. Eli, <laughs> how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good, bro. How are you? <laughs> hey, I'm going to hijack this real quick. Yeah. I just uh, publicly want to say thanks for serving. Yeah. And um, I know being a servant in the church sometimes is thankless, but hey, thanks for leading worship. Thanks for leading us to think. Yeah. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you. Um, today we're going to be talking about a subject that we discussed about two months ago, but it's one of those subjects that you can talk about again and again and again and again and be encouraged. Um, Eli and I were just talking before we got started on this podcast of how awesome this chapter was, chapter 8 of Astonished by God, and how the perseverance of the saints is such an encouragement to our souls. Yeah, It's such a amazing topic to think about and ponder on um, and to con- continually come back to. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to read this chapter probably... 10 to 20 more times for sure. Yeah. yeah Memorize so it. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> the perseverance of the saints. So Piper's uh, starting passage, as we all know, he uses a passage for, for every chapter. But his, his jump off point here is Hebrews three twelve through 15. It says, Take care, brothers, lest there be any of you, lest there be in any of you an un evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion. Hmm. So Eli... He takes three points from this passage, um, and he applies it to the perseverance of the saints. Do you want to walk through this with me um, and discuss some of the points that stood out to you the most? Yeah, I kind of have no choice. I'm sitting in front of the mic right now. Yeah, so. well, yeah. that's why you're here, so you really don't have Yeah, a I'll chance. walk through this with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the call to endure is real. All to endure is real. Yeah, a short section, but just packed full of conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, Piper's famous for saying, you know, uh, books don't change lives, words do, yeah. or sentences do. And uh, this little short section here is proof of that uh, statement that he's made, um, how he clearly just lays out and says there that this is a clear call to all believers to persevere in faith. You know, and what I was thinking when I was reading this is if I am aware of the battle daily, how glorious that is. It's not that the battle is overwhelming and consuming. It's the fact that I see this battle before me constantly Mm -hmm. to do right, to be like Christ and how refreshing it is to just have my eyes open to see it you know yeah yeah life sucks 
and these battles are hard and they're taxing, but uh, just to be aware of that spiritual battle is true hope Mm -hmm. to know that this is something that God is going to be victorious over. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I see it, that I know about it, proves who I am. Yeah, yeah. Just that that realization that the battle is real. And not only that, but like God gives you the strength to continue to fight. Yes. And we, we have this, 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 um, you know, he gives us a strength and he gives that through his word, right? He gives it through his spirit. He gives it through his church. And this was, this was his second point was the, the church is actually a vital part in the perseverance of the saints. Yeah. Which is something that like, I don't really think about all that much, you know, it's like, I know the church is important, you know, because Christ makes a big deal about the church. Peter makes a big deal about the church. Paul makes a big deal about the church. So it's important, but rarely do I think about the church being vital to the perseverance and to the end. Correct. And I think, I think so little of the churches today in America, uh, bring about that point you know like they they don't bring that about in their teaching or their preaching is like um the church actually is important for our salvation (laughs) right you know so good yeah i was a an associate pastor in roswell new mexico and the pastor there actually rebuked me and I almost got fired from my position because I went with a church member and fellowshipped. He recorded the Super Bowl. We were in church Sunday night. He recorded. I went over to his house afterwards and we broke bread and, you know, and watched the game together. Hmm. And this pastor got fired up and uh, was very angry that I fellowshipped. And his words were, you cannot get too close to these people. They Hmm. can't know who you really are. And that broke my heart and it confused me. Mm -hmm. Crazy confused me. And then I read this, what Piper's saying here. And he's saying, according to Hebrews, that I have to have an intimate relationship with these people. Yeah. For for the security of my salvation. Yeah. You know, yeah. that this fellowship with, you know, whether it's watching a football game or going and doing a painting with, you know, like my wife has done before with some ladies in the church. They go to this event and they paint and fellowship and whatever. Yeah. Sounds super boring to me, but she loved it. <laughs> you know, But whatever that is, that fellowship, that camaraderie, mm-hmm. um, is important because enjoying each other glorifies God. And if you're in a true community that knows Christ, the natural progression of the conversation is going to be about Him, Mm -hmm. and that glorifies Him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then those friendships are bonds that Mm -hmm. that are security to help protect. You know, we have to have people we can confess to. Mm -hmm. We have to have people that we can uh, seek wisdom from. And that's the church. Yeah. Yeah. And why not be friends? Yeah. And love each other. Yeah. In the process. Yeah. Yeah. The author, I mean, the author of Hebrews, he, so Piper's 
text. You can just say Paul. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Paul. Uh, but in contrast to giving away to the heart of unbelief, it says, but exhort one another every day as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. You know, the author of Hebrews is not, you know, exhort each other in shallow superficiality and you know by that you won't sin he's he's exhorting them to see christ to savor christ to treasure christ and by doing so your hearts won't be hardened and if we're not if we're not doing that like if we're not if we're not exhorting each other in christ like the things of the world are going to be so much more real tangible uh desirable um and if we're not in the church if we're not being exhorted by one another like it it makes sense that we would fall after those things and we do right we still do that in the church but it makes it that much more um appealing i guess yeah when god opens our eyes the holy spirit reveals to us the truth of christ his death the purpose for his death reveals sin to us, he brings us into fellowship, relationship mm-hmm. with him. And an outward uh, example of that would be in the community of the church. We mm-hmm. fellowship with each other as God fellowships with us. Mm-hmm. And the relationship that we have with God, that communion that we have with him, should reflect equally the way we commune with each other. And that church body is the perfect example of that. Yes, mm-hmm. it's social. It's very social. I've heard, you know, it's said from the pulpit a lot of times um, from the the background that I've had that, you know, it's church is not a social club. Well, in a way, yes. You know, because we can confuse it and, and we can make it something that it's not, but it is very social. Mm-hmm. And we gather together, you know, to fellowship and to speak specifically about Christ and what God has done for us and to let the Holy Spirit speak to our heart and minister to our conscience, you know, so that we can repent and be better in fellowship with him and more in fellowship with each other. Yeah. 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 I think about, I mean, John just, just preached a sermon from Psalm 119, 81 through 88. And his, his last point of that sermon was, you know, the important that the church plays for, you know, if we're going through despair, if we're going through hard times, if we're going through those things. I mean, the church plays a vital role in our perseverance, but also in our just our day to day lives of how we how we make it through the day. Really, right. you know, like you and I, Eli, I I lean upon you to help me get through the day sometimes because it's we know the battle's real. And it's hard and it's yeah. tough. And you've walked this path. There's older men in the church who've walked this path. There's men coming up, you know, underneath us that are, are walking this path. And, and we're there to encourage and guide and exhort and um, learn right. from each other. Yeah, we just had a young man baptized as a church. We should be hustling yeah. to him. Yeah. You know? To fan into flame. Yes. You know? I mean, yeah. it should be a crazy hustle yeah. that we are trying to become active in his life. Yeah. 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 For real. Yeah. And I mean, small groups play a vital part in, yes, in our lives. And I love our small group. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I enjoy 
my small group leader as much. But uh, <laughs> I kidding. love our small group. We've had, I mean, I've had several different families come to me because the summer mm-hmm. means we don't spend as much time with each other because the church does more activities and we try not to steal everybody's time. Um, but families have come, hey, when are we meeting again? Let's do something, which forced us to have a picnic, and we had a blast, you know, yeah, yeah. hung out together. Yeah. It's so important yeah. to persevere. Yeah. It's not just hanging out. It's persevering. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so his, his first point is the call to endure. Um, the second point is... He, Christ uses the church to help us endure, mm-hmm. and then uh, the third one is preserving in faith is evidence that we are in Christ, which is such a relief, such a encouragement, because there's so many times where it's just like I, I want, I want to give up, you know, yeah. I want to, I want to just give up. It's hard. It's difficult, but. God gives us the strength to continue. Right. Continue to keep fighting, keep battling. And, and for sure, there's going to be times in which we fall and stumble and, and, and fail miserably. Yeah. You know, but he's going to give us the strength to continue. Yeah. Uh, Piper said something here that perseverance is the evidence of being born again, mm-hmm. not the means by which we are born again. Right. Yeah. And, um, there's a confidence in that kind of to backstep and then come back again. But the church, the preaching of the word, the confession, you know, the worship service where we confess and we receive his grace. And when John teaches us that builds that confidence Mm -hmm. for us to know the word and that knowing and growing is perseverance. Mm -hmm. The church is so important we just got done saying that and here I am going back to it because I think a lot of times we don't really grab a hold of it because American church is so different mm-hmm. I think we've, we've kind of just got a understanding of it that um, I don't think the Bible wants us to understand but we have to be there to feed yeah. and know and then you know that third point there the evidence how that God does that work and, you know, even though we need to fight, we need to battle, we need to participate in community. But then on the other hand, it's God. He's promised mm-hmm. that this is going to be forever. Yeah. 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 There, I mean, Pastor John has, has said this numerous times from, from the pulpit that there's no, like, Rambo Christians. There's no rogue. There's no such thing as a rogue Christian. Right. We, we are dependent upon the church. It, it, Piper makes this point that we are a part of a blood-bought community, right. and Christ is the head of that community. <laughs> you know, like yes. He is the head of that body. And to say that you know, I have no need of the hands or the feet or the arms or the eyes or the tongue is, is foolishness, and it's, it's unbiblical. Um, and so to reiterate that fact again, the church church is vitally important for for our persevering and for our growth in Christ. Right. Um, and I I appreciate this point that he makes because he he on the next page on on page one thirty eight of this book, you know the perseverance in the cross, 
Um, you know, he talks about how, how Christ's accomplishment on the cross is a sign that perseverance is eternal. It's, it's, it's eternal. It's happening. He purchased that perseverance, yeah. you know, you know, there's the plan from the beginning of time, this, this plan to redeem a people for his own. Um, and so that, that perseverance was purchased at the cross, which is amazing. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> so cool. I love how he tied this blood bought perseverance into Jeremiah mm-hmm. and how that this has put the fear of God in our heart. Mm-hmm. And that fear of God is that working of doing righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, when you sin, you feel terrible about it. Mm -hmm. And there's this work that the Holy Spirit then begins to draw you back through repentance, Mm -hmm. you know, and seeking the blood of Christ because God has instilled in us a fear to honor and glorify Him. Mm -hmm. And in fearing Him, God is glorified. And when God is glorified, He is satisfied. And, you know, I mean, this this chain i mean he even i think it's this part here or maybe it's later on but he talks about in romans chapter 8 uh the chain there um it's actually one page back but leading into this conversation he says that uh that he also called and those whom he called he also justified and those whom he justified he also glorified and that chain of salvation there is unbreakable mm. because it's God's work. He's doing it. Oh, man, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, I, he gives, you know, he's he's talking about persevering and then he just like throws in a couple examples of how you can you can encourage each other to, to persevere. You know, he, he just he just drops this little. You know, how how does this apply to you today? You know, he just he drops in. You know, husbands, are you doing this for your wives? Wives, are you doing this for your husbands? And he says, now do it to the church. Kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. This chapter needs to be memorized. Yeah. Uh, along like, with scripture, obviously, but yeah. Hey, it's super. It's super convicting too, because it's like. So often we go to work and we have, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me, but like this view of like, okay, I'm going to be super spiritual at work and then come home and just kind of like kick my shoes off and I don't have to do anything. Yeah. And Piper's like, hey, do you want to help your wife persevere in Christ? And then he just throws out a couple of, love your wife sacrificially. Like, come home and love your wife sacrificially. Right. Uh, discern your wife's spiritual, emotional, relational, and physical needs. If I'm coming home and just kicking my shoes off, the last thing that is on my mind is what my wife's going through. Right. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but I mean, th- these are practical ways in which we can we can encourage each other to continue in the faith, and starting with your home life. And then obviously moving into moving into the church. Yeah. But man. Persevering perseverance of the saints is one of those things that should just make us rejoice. 
right should just make us make us rejoice that yeah. he has his flock and he will not lose one of them yeah so good <laughs> yeah this chapter has linked in my mind and allowed me now to communicate to myself because that's part of my problem a lot of time is I believe something but I have a hard time communicating it unless I'm reading it specifically but now uh, Piper's words here have just allowed there to be a connection to to understand and find hope and joy in this Mm -hmm. that I am bought I see this battle Mm -hmm. and I hate this battle but yet seeing it is my hope yeah. knowing that I'm fighting um, and that this fight is not alone is just so glorious love it yeah I, I mean reading Romans 6 you know this is a passage that jumped to mind when we were thinking about this is, is for when you were slaves of sin you were free in regards of righteousness right mm-hmm. you were free from free from the law and but f- what fruit you uh but what fruit you were getting at that time from the things of which you were now ashamed so now that you were saved now that you were purchased you look at back at those things and you you were ashamed right so it's like you, you see this you see this battle and you go that's those are the things i used to partake in and i enjoyed it but now it's just like i'm ashamed of it and that's only by the grace of God that we actually have eyes to see it in that light. Yeah. And it's, it's that daily reminder of Christ is better. Yeah. Christ is better. And it's that daily, you know, going to brothers and sisters to be exhorted. Yes. So much. So good. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead. I don't know exactly where we're at, but on page 144 and 45... Um, when I just turned the page here, I got a bunch of things underlined, and I was reminded because this chapter's so packed full of stuff. I was like, "Oh yeah, and this, <laughs> you know, and here's this." Yeah. How that this truth should make us be aware of the third person mm-hmm. of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is doing the work of sealing us. It's mm-hmm. a it's a God act mm-hmm. that this conviction, this process of repentance in our life is the work of God in our life Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit is actively doing this and not only is he actively doing that but besides that he has sealed you Mm -hmm. unto eternity Mm -hmm. you will see Christ I mean come on how do you not get stirred up over this Ephesians chapter 1 by the way if you want to read it Yeah. yeah he enlightened the Holy Spirit turned on our thinking to God and then as a response to that he then sealed us for eternity we see God we know him we can be confident in who he is he is glorified in that so he's satisfied in us loving him and knowing him that way and the Holy Spirit then ministers to make us more like Christ and hey by the way the struggle is real you may just get discouraged but yeah the Holy Spirit's here holding on his seal is eternal don't get discouraged (laughs) don't fall away work fight God loves you God cares yeah Yeah. Yeah. so good yeah yeah. I mean is there more? 
Yeah. <laughs> I just turned the page again. <laughs> I think there might be more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ephesians 1, man. When I mean, in love he predestined you for adoption as sons. And then, like, <laughs> you were redeemed by the blood of Christ, and then you're sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man. That, that first 14 verses or whatever it is of Ephesians 1 is just unreal unreal yeah yeah the fact that he enlightens our thinking yeah and then he promises to seal us yeah. for eternity come on yeah it's all the work of god yeah why are we worrying yeah yeah it's going to be hard sin is real yeah. it's a struggle but we need to be confident in what god says yeah. and know that we are secured in the shed blood of Christ, mm -hmm. his payment for our sin is real. He justified us. We are at peace with God. Mm -hmm. And just because we break down in our fellowship and we disobey doesn't eliminate anything. Yeah. We're here for good. Yeah. God's doing that work. Yeah. We will persevere yeah. because of him. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to read them all, but on 147, there's the, the list of three there. Um, of w the work and sealing of the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit there. I mean, those three are just soul-stirring, yeah. weep-worthy sentences. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, God, for loving us. Yeah. 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 And accomplishing the work unto the end. Yeah. Yeah. So that you get the glory. <laughs> you know? Right. It's not, it's, not, it's not Jeremy that persevered to the end. Right. It's God through me yeah. that, that guided me along the way. Right. That sustained me throughout. Right. That brought me to the finish line. You know? Right. It, A true, regenerate, blood-bought Christian knows that what is being done is God. Mm-hmm doing the work mm -hmm. and he loves his people mm -hmm. dearly yeah. the steadfast love man. of the lord endures forever yep it's just like man unbelievable man well church we hope that uh, you've been encouraged by this chapter i know that eli and i have been encouraged um we look forward to being with you next week, and I just want to let you know that next week we are going to finish the book. So we are going to read chapters 9 and 10 for next week, uh, and we will finish finish this book off. We hope that this Astonished by God has been an encouragement to you. There's so much rich theology and doctrine in this little book that is uh, worth reading again and again and again and again and just being reminded of God's love for us. So we hope you've been blessed by this book and we look forward to next week as we discuss chapters 9 and 10. Have a great uh, day, church. We love you. We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of the Valley. Have a great day.